man. That's funny. But yeah, man, before we get this episode started, you already know I want to bring uh, this episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. If you don't know what SeatGeek is, it's an app that allows you to buy tickets to your favorite event. It could be NFL, NBA, MLB, your favorite concert. SeatGeek gives you a graph of the stadium and it lets you know what are good prices and what not. You know what I'm saying? The cool thing about that is if you use our promo code HALFCORPOD, you get $20 off. That's a beer right there because them $20 beers off. are expensive, yes, Brody. Yes, free beer. Um, so there's that. And there's another app that I want to talk about. It's called Fetch. We talked about it before. Yes. Yeah, you scan your receipts. You scan yes. your receipts and they give you gift cards. I already can redeem a Starbucks gift card. Uh, a Target gift card if I wanted to, an Amazon one. And all you need to do is scan your receipts. They give you points on certain items that you buy. Gives you higher points than the other. But once you hit 10,000 points, which is super easy, I already hit it within a month, you get a, that Amazon gift card or Starbucks or Target. So it's fetch. If you use my uh, referral code, you get 2,000 points. I get 2,000 points. And this this is not sponsored. This is just me because I use it on a daily basis. And I'm like, shit, if somebody can get a referral code Facts. points. Get yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But, yeah, Brody, um, how's your week? Solid week. Solid week. Been I had all over a, the place, huh? I was in Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. Oklahoma Indian Gaming Association. So, like, all my clients were in one place. Um, it was so crazy. It was. It's, it's good to see the tribes. You know, they... Uh, That's more of, like, networking? It's more of networking. And then, you know, uh, again, like, uh, when I visit my clients, some of my clients have casinos in, like, Henrietta, Oklahoma. Some of them are in Ponca City. Yeah. So it's, like, three-hour difference. So, mm-hmm. like, having everybody in Tulsa, Oklahoma at one conference to see the new product, see the new games that are on the floor, and really just, yeah, make, make deals and business yeah. happen. Um, but, like, hearing... The tribes, um, they generated $2 billion worth of tax revenue for the state of Oklahoma this Jeez. year. Yeah. Damn, that's good. Yeah. It thrives, yeah, bro. That shit. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, I, it goes to all education and stuff, but it, it, it it's crazy to look to see how much the, the tribes have an impact on the state. Yeah. And like in New Mexico, bro, um, we got tribes out there and they don't have that. Like we don't have an association that links everybody together like that. All the tribes are just like separate. So I feel like it'd be cool to like... There's uh, the chairman of OIGA, Matthew Morgan, and I know him. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to just like sit down with him, take him to lunch, and be like, "Yo, how did like how does this organization come together, and how do you unite tribes in another state? Like, how could I mimic this mm. to get all kinds of be that guy to yeah make that to bring them together? Because like Oklahoma actually has one of the lowest tax rates out of all other tribes. So, like banding together, they've been able to. Uh, litigate well with the state like make good deals negotiate well just like anything a, a stick a, t- a band of sticks together is harder to break right yeah for sure so like uniting the tribe in that way and seeing oklahoma do it i'm like new mexico can do it hell yeah just gotta figure out how nah, yeah you'll yeah. you'll make it happen bro i feel like man your graph when it look when you look at the impact you've made in the in history bro it's like it's going up bro I hope, man. you're gonna be a yeah. valuable asset bro i feel like the more you also learn the Web3, this new technology, blockchain, you're going to find a way to gap that bridge. Yeah. And based on your connection and networks, you're going to fucking be like, boom, this guy that just disrupt this industry yeah. that you've been fucking with for years. You know Man, what I'm saying? So cool. you're going to make it happen. It's going to be interesting how it all, but you just got to try stuff. And you yeah, exactly. But yeah. No, but yeah. it's cool. Yeah, it was cool. And then uh, I'm, I'm, by the time this episode comes out, I'll be in Medellin. Boy, so I'm going to Colombia for two weeks. See what that's like. And good stuff, bro. That, I feel yeah. like that's always necessary, bro. That travel shit, bro. Yeah. I get excited. So yeah, that's a good way to just 
relax, decompress, let shit out, and bro, just enjoy, bro, the culture. Get deep into that. I know you're that gonna too. be in salsa, you know, hey, eating the food, eating the food. Yeah, bro, hell yeah, bro. But like you say, the realest thing is like, uh, you know, I I noticed it when I left Albuquerque because I had to with the Navy. But, like, when you live somewhere and you have even, like, close high school friends, family, sisters, mom, like, dad, everyone's there. And, like, even though you need your own secluded time at your own little apartment, everyone's still, like, calling you. You kind of know you're still only two miles away from their house. Like, when I went to Oklahoma... It was like, okay, well, they don't call me because I'm not down the street anymore. I'm, like, in Oklahoma, so I have more time. Now you, well, you now, can make shit happen. Yeah, and now I feel like this trip, like, especially going by myself, and meet, I'm meeting a friend out there, but, like, going by myself, I'm really going to be, like, no one's going to be, like, I'm going to call you to go out in OKC or anywhere because I'm not there. So I feel like, yes, this two weeks, and I think finding that time for anybody, like, getting away and going by yourself, because you just, like, think about so much stuff and you reevaluate everything, and then there's no one really to, like, ride your your narrative you know you, there's no one even just really like talk to and be like hey you know this this and this like you kind of just get to decompress yourself hell yeah so that's what i'm more i'm happy about that the most good stuff brody good stuff yeah. uh so let me tell you about my trip brody yeah bro uh, how's orlando bro. bad bunny baby <laughs> i love florida bro it's just so different vibes so uh we got there thursday and the concert was friday so that was smooth getting there and the concert was Friday, went to the Bad Bunny hottest tour, you know what I'm saying? And I tell you, that experience, Brody, was fucking amazing. I bet, bro. I haven't been to a concert in years, and I tell you, like, it was worth every single penny because my man's Bad Bunny performed for three hours. What? 45 songs. 45. I was dead. I'm telling you, this concert started at 9, ended at midnight. I was done. You were bro. singing with him, huh? Oh, bro, I was going crazy. <laughs> One hell of a performance, man. I, a hundred out of ten, bro. That's how good he was, bro. Performer. Like he is a performer, bro. He yeah. gave us all the throwbacks. It was just like me traveling in a time, and I'm like, fuck, bro. This, the power of music, bro. And how can it take you back? You can always remember a song and be like, damn, I remember when I was doing this, or I was in high school. I was, you know, look, you know, hanging out with this chick or the homies. You know, it's oh, it always brings you back, and that's just the power of music and. Bad Bunny def- definitely has a good stamp, and he makes timeless music where it's just, yeah. it's going to be there forever, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So that, and I think the highlight of the whole trip, bro, because I was there, and then I went, I ended up going on Saturday, I went to Cocoa Beach, and then Palm Beach. Mm. So I was, I was exploring Florida, man, I love it, bro, it's fucking crazy. And uh, what's crazier, I think I have two highlights here of my trip. Is you know I got the Spanish podcast going, mm-hmm. and a lot of people recognize me, bro. Like, no way! Not, yes, insane, bro. I mean, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in there, you know, right? Oh, so I I'm you know chilling, and one thing is to be like, hey, bro, I love your podcast, this and that. But then they're like, can I take a picture? What? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you let's know what go. Like, that's tight. It happened, bro. And I think it it, it was so crazy because Vanessa's with me, and she's like, there's this kid looking at you he keeps looking at you staring at you he's been staring at you from ever since we well, this is when the concert yeah the yeah. concert was done and we're just walking out and he comes up to me he's like hey bro can i take a picture took a picture said thank you and just left i'm like what i was so lost bro we look like i guess he had a fan moment you know yeah. i'm like oh shit you know it's so weird to me because like i was overwhelmed because i'm like bro i don't consider That's, myself an influencer no, i don't yeah. consider myself no, you know but how about those like what 220k or something like that 220k on tiktok <sighs> Almost 16K on YouTube. 
Oh, so it's man. been it's been it's been growing, bro. Yeah. Like it's there's a community out there, but I was overwhelmed, bro, because then I went to the flea market over there, which was cool. It was so there's in Orlando, there's these uh, there's this place called Old Town, and it's okay. literally, bro, a bunch of food trucks. And then there's a flea market. Okay. And I'm telling you, they have Colombian food. They have Salvadorian food, Puerto oh. Rican food. All It's it's an experience. Dumb. And I'm over there shopping and looking. And then there's a kid beside me and says, oh, shit, can I take a picture? And I was like, whoa. So it's like yeah. that experience was unreal, bro. Like really unreal. Does it motivate you to work harder? Oh, for sure. I yeah. mean, for sure, bro. I mean, it's very overwhelming. I'll tell you that. But Jesus, like. I'm telling you, it was one hell of an experience. So that was like the highlight. But the second thing that really surprised me, bro, is we barely drank. Oh, yeah? We, 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 we didn't even go out. Right. Because we were exploring the whole day. Uh, so we were tired. So, yeah, think about it. The, the whole concert, we were thinking about after the concert, we're going to go and uh, go, go out. out. But we were fucking tired. When I tell you I we bet. were dancing, bro, and dancing. Forty dancing to forty five songs, songs three hours straight. Yeah, you're gonna be done. done. I think we're that's like a wedding. Yeah, it's like a wedding. So we we got done and I didn't have a drink because I didn't like. I was like I don't want to piss and then hear my favorite song and be like yeah. fuck. Oh, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So I didn't drink. So that and second of all, beers were fucking expensive. It's, you said they were eighteen bucks. Yeah. They were eighteen, bro. Bucks. Right? Yeah, that's crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that Sea Geek use that Sea Geek promo baby. code, get a free beer. You know. But I was like, that's bro, what funny. in the fuck? Yeah. Right. Crazy. So we didn't drink there. Then uh, Saturday we went to the beach. So we're in the beach all day. Tight. It's an hour and a half drive from Orlando to Cocoa Beach. Cocoa Beach. So Cocoa yeah, beach. I don't think I've been to Cocoa Beach. It's nice. It's tight. nice. That's tight. So it's an hour drive. I had a couple of drinks, but I didn't get. I didn't even get tipsy. Yeah. Because the sun was hitting the waves drive, and yeah. then swimming. And then you got to drive back. So right. And then we drove back. Tired as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like holy shit, a beach day is tiring, bro. Mm-hmm. It's tiring. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck. We went to bed. Sunday comes, we had to be up early, so we didn't do shit, but we was chilling with family, you know, Vanessa has family over there um, in Palm Beach, so we were just chilling over there, and it was fucking amazing, but I was like, holy shit, we didn't drink and not go out, and we didn't get hella fucked up, but we had a, a yeah. fucking blast, so it's matters. either way, right? That's you, all that it, Right, it's either way, but it's like, if you think you can go and... You can go to a trip and not drink. You can do it and have fun. Yeah. As much as you when you, you're drinking, you know what I'm saying? I totally so, agree with that. Great ass uh, concert, um, definitely worth it. I would go to a concert that I'm a big fan of, an artist. Like I have to be a huge fan, just like a Bad Bunny thing. Right. Fucking getting there is that pain in the ass. Yet alone leaving, so that I, I couldn't do that like often. I have yeah. to do it for a very special occasion, but definitely worth the experience. And man, I'm ready to I'm ready to travel again. You know what I'm saying? That's so, the best. Yes, yeah. that's the. And now you've seen Coco Beach and Palm yes. Beach and Orlando and. You know, anytime someone's talking in a bar about how this place and blah, 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 and you're like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's a good you network. Know, so yeah. Good network, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that's great, man. Yeah, bro. So that's awesome. There's that. Um, so another thing I want to bring awareness of, bro, and I, this is just something that happened here in the community uh, postpartum depression. Mm. Uh, close friend, I wouldn't say close friend, but a friend that I think he has a good, solid heart. His, uh, partner-in-law went through a postpartum depression and took her life and that just to me was like bro that shit is serious i don't know how or what the feeling is like but i feel like just bringing some awareness because that thing is a thing and it says that the postpartum can last up to three years after you Mm -hmm. give birth you know what i'm saying and i guess and it kind of makes sense coming from a girl um for a women that you know when they're in uh when they're pregnant they have all these hormones right Mm -hmm. And then when they give birth, all those hormones that they have from giving birth just 
You know, mm-hmm. so your brain, like your brain imbalance, the chemicals and shit like that, just, you know, so I was like, damn, like it was unexpected, you know, so. So with there being already a chemical imbalance and then also like, you know, for women, it's just hard to get back physically sometimes once they have a kid. So yeah. it's many, depending on like if it's a C-section or something else. But yeah, like you guys need to wear them scars, baby. And it is what it is. And hopefully that brings awareness. And if you need to call somebody, call somebody. Actually, I there's think- a hotline right now. There's a. It's brand new. It's like pound. It's a, the first national suicide. Uh, yeah, it's brand new. Like, and it's it's not nine one one, but it, maybe it's one 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 something. Okay. But we should post what that is. Yeah, that I'll number look it up. If you, and, yeah, find it, send it, so we can send it over. Because I, I'm like, holy shit, this is. It's just crazy, bro. Because you never think, and it's like, if it's that serious, to the point where you didn't really like. You were so down that you didn't care about your kids and who you were leaving behind. It was bad. You know what I'm saying? And who knows, right? I, I, I can only imagine, but it's like, fuck, bro. Like, it's crazy. So my condolences go out to the, you know, the Brody and their family and shit because yeah. that, that hit me, bro. And I'm telling you, like, I'm not even close like that, but I was like, fuck. Yeah. Brody's a good person, always positive and shit. So I know I can just imagine what he's going through. You know what I'm saying? So... There's that, and we'll leave the number if we find it. Once we yeah, find it, we'll leave it there because sure. it, it, that needs to be addressed like that. Some people take it as a joke, and I remember uh, uh, Vanessa was telling me that one chick went, and she was like, hey, I I feel depressed. I feel like I just had a baby. You guys need to keep me in here hospitalized. Oh, wow. And they were, what they did, it was like, oh, no, you're good. They upped their, her dose of whatever antidepressant there was giving her, and she ended up killing herself. Wow. So, yeah, shit's serious. Don't ignore the signs, yeah. Don't yeah, ignore the signs, don't, no, don't ignore it, you know what I'm saying? So another thing that I want to talk, now that we're talking about, like, kids and stuff, the power of likes, Brody. Yeah. The power of likes <laughs> has become big, right? So this is a, 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 a shift. And the reason why is there's a new trend on TikTok that people are scaring their kids because there's this ghost filter so they'll put the camera up, right? And uh-huh. they'll leave their kid in the room and walk out. And the kid looks at the phone, right? That they're recording themselves. And they're, they're, there's a ghost that pops up and scares the shit out of the kid. Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's, you know, they'll leave their kids in there for quite a bit. I'm going to show you a video, what? bro. What? Yeah, bro. It's, it's kind of bad because it's like the kid is like scared as shit. And it's like you really wanted to put your kid and scare the shit out of him like that just for a couple of likes. Social media likes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so I'm going to show you here. I have, I I believe I have the video saved. Uh, My dumbass did not come prepared. Oh, here it is. So I'm going to mirror it here. Hopefully the volume is up. It's good. Airplay. Boom. So we'll put this on screen whenever it wants to play. Yeah. Hell no. So as a kid, bro, like, look at that shit. Oh, no. One thing is to... See, and she opens the door. Oh. The kid is crying. Like, one... Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. so that's become a trend. Bro. And so now that's a trend. All that's these parents trend. are going to do it to it's their kids. A, bro, you look up that filter and how many videos are made under that video. Oh, no. Like, it's, it's insane. So let's wake up, people. Let's wake, wake up. up. Like, what For likes? For likes. For real? Come on. So my thing is, like, one thing is to do it for a couple of seconds. Say, hey, I'm here, but. Bro, that, don't that scare shit. your kids for likes. Yeah, don't, don't do that shit. Don't scare your kids for likes. That's horrible. And this is not only. This is. On a parent level, but this is in general. Like, the things that people do for, like, people are willing to humiliate themselves, bro. get injured, 
Like, what are we talking about? I didn't know. I didn't know this. Okay, so you know how the whole, whole story of my Instagram about a year ago got yeah, deleted, yeah, 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 so yeah, I got yeah. a new one. Well, when I got this new one, I started getting a lot of random DMs, and I was like, but a lot of them, and, and this was a conversation, I was like, I didn't know you could buy followers. Oh, you didn't know like, that? No. Well, I guess I had MacTub for so long that when I had the new one, immediately, it doesn't happen no more, but I remember when I first got my Instagram again, I hit literally like seven motherfuckers hit me up, like, buy, like you just started your account by by likes like 10 15 dollars 20 dollars i'm like people actually pay for followers that's how it, it that's how lucrative of an industry this is right it's, bro it's a psychological thing up. but ariana grande was caught <laughs> kylie jenner up. was caught with fake they're just bots that's what it is well i mean i guess yeah even them but then again it, it all it all goes down to i'm like it all goes down to psychology right because people don't ask, they, they don't ask about the okay. engagement. So if there's, a, if there's a business trying to get ahead by buying likes so that they can now monetize it, giving it. good advertisements, whatever, that's fine. Like, but there's actually individual people that don't post anything about business, but just themselves. But they had to physically go buy a follower just to see the content of they're putting of themselves. That's bad. We got to figure that out. But, but see, we got to figure right. that out. Now, let's break this down, right? I've seen accounts, I've seen people, and I look at their following to like ratio, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this doesn't add up. That's the conversation. And it, it goes back to anything, right? That makes sense. That makes sense. You I always got to look at, then, yeah. look at engagement, right? So if you have somebody that has, let's give you an example, a guru, right? A lifestyle. Lifestyle is everything, right? And he is averaging, he has one million followers, and he only averages about two million likes, then what that tells you? The gaming, likes. that's that's trash. Likes. Yeah, that's trash. Likes. Yeah, if you're averaging two two thousand likes and you have only one million followers, there then you go two thousand. Yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. a low number. That's, that's very low. Number. low. Yeah, you, had, you, know? you said one two two million on accident. I did, um, okay. But yeah, that that makes sense. But I didn't realize. I that always until, look at that. I look yeah, at engagement. I'm like, like, but why would you want that? People, it's a numbers game, right? So if I if I go to think about it, people ask like. How many subscribers do you have on YouTube? They never ask how many comments do you guys average or what's the, the mm. view, the like. They look at the overall number, which is the, the subscriber. Yeah. Like I can buy like 100K subscribers and I'll be like, I have 100K subscribers and I show you that number and they're like, oh shit, bro. Damn, you the big shot. You know what I'm saying? Then you got no engagement. They, and you're not monetizing. Yeah. I look at, I, to me, when it comes to especially YouTube videos, even TikTok, I look at comments. Like how many comments are in there? Okay. Holy shit! There's a thousand comments. That means right. a thousand people took the time to write that shit. Right. You know, I look at the likes. Okay, after that, okay, damn. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So it's crazy, bro, because people do that shit. You wow. know, these Instagram models too, bro. So, you know, um, so yeah, bro. You know, the other day we were talking about, um, you know, climate change, and I show you the video about the science. The yeah, scientist the scientist that was really willing to risk everything. It's kind of scary, right? Mm-hmm. So there's. I personally think we're overpopulated. You know what I'm saying? I think there's more. I mean, 7 billion humans. God, Lee, bro, that's fucking insane. We're the only species that have way more than, like, tigers are in, they're going extinct. Polar bears are going, all these animals are going extinct, but we keep populating each other. So I think there's a, a you know, there's a prop, you know, a, how do you, fuck, I forgot the word. Uh, I just pro- said it. Propaganda? Population. No, overpopulation. Overpopulated. Yes. Uh, but Elon, on the other hand, thinks there's an underpopulation problem, which kind of brought me to the thinking like, damn, he says there's an underpopulation problem. And then this abortion law just happened, mm-hmm. which they want us to have more kids. That's mm-hmm. what it really comes down to. 
What do you think you about think that? that? I don't. Well, I, I mean, hope. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that's a play about having more kids. Um, that the abortion law. I think there's more to that. But uh, I mean, he's right. For the first time ever, he, last year the population uh, graph is declining. So kids our age, like we've talked about before, they just have more options in life. Life was, be life was simple for our parents and, and their parents because it was kind of like you get married young, you do this, you work, you can support the family. Now we just have so many choices, options. You have people working remote, yeah. people living here. So population is actually declining. But I think that conversation is meant for regions. Like it doesn't matter if they're overpopulated in Turkey. They need to figure that out in Turkey. Yeah. Like, and when you look at America, bro, there's a lot of places to live still. There's a lot of land underdeveloped. There's only 330 million people here. I think America can really fit like a billion people. I think when they fast forward it, like we can actually fit and sustain that. Holy it's going to cost a lot more to live on the coast. But I don't. And more uh, people move inland. But that's not going to be a thing anymore because. But that's the scary We part. are underpopulated. Like we're declining. That's the scary part, right? So um, I think what happens too is like you mentioned. Uh, back in the 60s, you know, as doing it tr the traditional way, the man was able to provide mm -hmm. for the family. The wife could stay at the house, take care of the kids. Now it's totally different. Like now, obviously, both have to work. It's more expensive. And cost of living is getting out of hand. Inflation's up. People want to actually follow their dreams. And they, they were told back in the day, but now they've waking their eyes and they're like, I'm waking up. I want to do what I like. I want to follow my dreams before I have a kid or I, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of variations. Not that you say that, but I feel like with more people comes more like we have to produce more. We have to, you know, build maybe more factories. And I think that's where the whole climate change like disaster kicks in. You know what I'm saying? Not if it's all ran on carbon, carbon, non-carbonated, you know, energy which is basically what we're getting to. We're spending $100 trillion on. And like, like, like they said now, bro, there's this like, uh, I guess these like, it's the same stuff they do at NASA, but more kids are inclined to like eat them now. But even like Varun, he has snacks for his kids and they're just like these healthy, like literally in a whole meal bar. And like- It's honest, a whole meal in a bar? Like basically like it's a whole meal in a little like, uh, like a wafer a kid like all these nutrients and so you think like even in nasa when people are in space like they eat all their nutrients in a tube like you can make all uh, the yeah you know what i'm saying we're i don't think we're ever gonna get to that point um and we've already figured out how to dilute chicken right so it's not real chicken it's like half real half fake so they make more of it um and they produce chickens a lot faster so hopefully that doesn't get worse um but i i think we're far from overpopulated i think elon's right like we probably are underpopulated as far as like civilizations moving forward you know what uh -huh. I mean? Because, like, I don't know. What if Americans really stop having babies like that? And we, and it's starting to decline. Next thing you know, America has 250,000, 250 million Americans. China is now close to a billion because more people are having. And the numbers change. And uh. our, our, is our army, our army's less? Our, our, our whole, you know, U.S. Air Force, uh. is it less? And do we become more susceptible for takeover yeah. at that point? Uh. You know, it gets deep, bro. I yeah. mean, but universe yeah and just figure out your part in that whole oh no, that, that just got me curious and it kind of yeah that's a that's a curious one right because it was like huh this i yeah I, it's very deep but i don't really want to get into too many details and stuff but yeah um so let's hop on to this next topic brody uh, it's a little hot right now let's go vanessa bryant is suing la county for 
the police officers that, you know, spotted Kobe Bryant and Gigi, rest in peace, their bodies. They took pictures of them. Mm -hmm. And that got leaked. The pictures the that pictures the got cops leaked. took? Yes. Uh, it got leaked. So she is suing the uh, department, uh -huh. the county of L.A., and it's crazy because she's she has, she just went to court, and they're claiming her crazy because of all the situation. Like, oh, you lost your husband, and, like, that's why you're acting the way you're acting. And it's like, no, you just leaked pictures of my husband and my daughter's dead body. 100%. Like, that's so fucking disgusting and yeah. disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like... It's, for money, probably, too. Yeah, who knows? I mean, like, when you put an investigation, like, bro, let's get the best PI people out there and get some investigations yeah. going. Because the cops probably made some money. I mean, where did it leak first? Who posted it first? Exactly. Who, who are you showing like, these pictures? Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very... She has every right to sue. Yeah, it, every right to sue. And I hope everybody backs her up. And it's going to be obviously tough because already they're saying that she's crazy. So it's like, what? That's, what in the, that's fucking lame. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it tells you because if she was a white woman, it would have been different. I hate to bring that shit up, but she's a woman of color and it's going to make even like even though she has millions, it's still going to be an uphill battle for her. So she better get the right team, right lawyers. And she, bro, she got a case there, bro. Fuck that. She I does agree. got a case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially if it was sold for money. Exactly. That's the only reason why those things are leaked. You either want the fame of leaking it or the money that comes behind it. Exactly. I mean, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. But all right, let's let's switch it up a little bit. Shoot. Let's go. Let's do some NBA now, bro. Oh, uh, this one right here, Brody. Hot. This one is hot, and okay. I want to see how good you are. You get three shots, three questions. Oh wow! It says, okay, who had more career points? I got three players for you, or I got six players in this case. First yeah. one, who had more career points, Stephen Curry or Larry Bird up to this date? Stephen Curry. You say Stephen Curry. Positive. Positive. Okay. Million dollars. You're wrong. Larry Damn Bird it, I just has the million. Yeah. Larry Bird <laughs> has 21,000 points. Steph Curry, or yeah, Steph Curry has 20. So it's very oh, close. I'm that yeah, that yeah. that record's gonna be broken pretty soon. All right. I'm Who has more career points? Round two. Okay. Let's I'm, see if he can be positive. I'm back. We have Carmelo Anthony versus Vince Carter. Who has more points? Vince career Carter points. or Carmelo Anthony? Vince Carter. Vince Carter. Boom. One point two milli. <laughs> I'm down bad. You down bad, oh, Brody. Oh no. Twenty eight thousand for Carmelo. Kick me out 20, of the casino. <laughs> Twenty five. For Vince Carter, oh, 25000 no. Last one, Brody, and I hope you at least get one right. All right, all right. Three Tracy million. McGrady versus Dwight Howard. Oh, Tracy, baby. Let's <laughs> go for $3 million. The rest of the money I got. Brody is going bankrupt because oh, Tracy McGrady has no. 18000 and Dwight Howard has nineteen. Not the Superman. Bro. Oh, no. Really? Yes, bro. That's that's just like a that's a messed up quiz. That's like a trap. You know what I mean? It was like, tricky. I, I, I so think I got tricky, two, like, and it was like very like oh, like I had to think. About like, it. how would you really? Who would pick Howard over McGrady? I I thought it was McGrady. Yeah, I was like Howard is a center. You know what I'm saying? Like, but right. then he played hey, long. Curry over Bird. Okay, I could see that. Oh yeah, yeah, Curry. I mean. Curry's a okay. he. It's, but uh, no, I could see Curry being, but that's still I could see Bird maybe had a longer career. Okay, that makes sense. It's a trick one. They're all trick ones. But anyway, no, yeah. So that was like that, that was a hard one here. It's a hard one. Let me ask you this: 
Who is better? Who's a better score in their prime? I have Carmelo Anthony versus James Harden. Carmelo. Carmelo. Carmelo is so nice in the ISO, baby. The ISO was just, yay. I used to watch it in the Nuggets, man. Better than Harden. Better than Harden. I, I disagree, bro. And Carmelo was one of my favorite players. I love that ISO, I just bro. Think, I just think um, James Harden definitely could get his teammate more involved, had more winning percentage. In their prime? Yes. And, like, Carmelo Anthony really was his focus, and that's what killed Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony's focus was, I need to score 26 to 30 points, win or lose. He's playing a lot of defense, too, though. Carmelo does not play defense, bro. Yeah. He does not. Not anymore. But he, 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 got, he, got, he, got, he was I exactly. James Harden does yeah. not play defense. Let me okay. make that clear. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? But James Harden can pass the ball. Great. Will get his teammates involved when he needs to. Obviously, he has also a little bit of ISO. Boom, boom, boom. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Step back. But I feel like James Harden, in my opinion, was more efficient with it. I don't know. This is a debate that you can also chime in. Comment down below. Who do you think? But I think I it was an interesting player. one. Um, that's an interesting one. Harden, because uh, that's just my guy. Yeah. That's just my guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited for this season, though. I'll tell you that. No, for sure. They just released uh, opening night is going to be Golden State versus the Lakers. Hey. So, that's going to be yeah, interesting. Nice. Uh, I, 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 I wish it was the Celtics. Yeah. That rematch opening night. That would be kind of Ring cool. ceremony. Yeah. Like, LeBron's going to be looking at that shit like, I'm going I'm, like, to. That can spark some shit. That can spark some, that can spark some shit. You know, mm. I'm mm. actually excited for football season too. Yeah, I'm excited for football season. Yes. So this this question came up. You always hit me with the topics. Let's see this topic on football. So apparently it's a real debate right now. Um, but who would you say is has a better trajectory to be an all time better quarterback, Aaron Rodgers or Patty Mahomes? Oh, Patty. All day, right? All day, baby. Bro, people were trying I'm, to compare Aaron Rodgers with Patty. Bro, I'm like, Patrick look, Mahomes, he's just getting look, started. He's just getting, I know he's I mean, getting he started. He got a I ring know, already. And I, he's already got a ring. Got and a like ring. two MVPs. Yeah. Right? And that's what I'm saying. And like, I know he's had 19 years in the league. Rodgers is a G. But mind you, these are coming from Bears fans. So but like, then again, do you have a ring? And I, I hate to compare that shit, but let's oh, talk about that's how you doing it. No, 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 no. Okay, the ring. We're, we're, we can talk about yards <laughs> and like completed touchdowns and shit. Obviously, careers are way different. We're talking about one that has how long has Aaron Rodgers? Nineteen been? years. In Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Mahomes, what four or five? Maybe mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like so, right? Okay, switch it up. Do you think Mahomes has the trajectory of Trump, Tom Brady? Oh, that's a tough one because what Brady has seven. Brady has six rings. Six? Right? I think seven, seven rings. Seven, bro. You know how... Fuck. Um, so then it comes down to rings? I would say rings. Overall greatness. Because I think, I think when you look at Brady oh. in the beginning, he was just a game manager. Like, his first five years in the league, he was just game manager. And, like, Patty in his first three years of the league, he's, like, going in the corner, throwing it off his foot Running into the corner in the end get, zone. Yeah. So, like... No, he's nice. Patty's nice, Patty's bro. nice. But I think he has... He's going to build his own his yeah, own path. He's not looking to true. trace anybody. He's, For he's sure. going to break records, and he's going to be nice. He's yeah. going to create his own path. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um... <clears throat> So, let me ask you this, Brody. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to NBA because that's what I know full to the fullest. Yeah. Give me at least two of your NBA predictions for MVP, season MVP. Who do you think? Season Looking at it, MVP. Give me two players at least where you can mm. think of like Giannis. 
I think he's coming out hungry. Um, and he's still so young. But, man, LeBron could be another one, man. Ooh. Really okay. could be Giannis okay. and LeBron. LeBron still has it in him. Yeah, I think he does. Uh, he's definitely uh, he's got he's father time. He's father time, He's bro. father time. Uh, I would say. I see what he did in the Drew League. It's just he, the Drew League, but he yeah. still got it. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Giannis. Giannis. I would say my second guy, and that's where I put my, my entire money. You bet on this, man? Luca. Luca. Baby Luca. Baby Luca's coming for it. Damn, and I wouldn't sleep. That's a good call, actually. I wouldn't sleep. And let me throw a little, little extra there. I wouldn't sleep on Joel Embiid. Nah, that I'm boy sleeping. nice. <laughs> you said- <laughs> I'm out, baby. I am out like a light. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Don't talk that nonsense. Bro, uh, bro y'all sleeping on Embiid. He was, he was, he was <laughs> up there, bro. He was up there. I like uh, Ariana. I love Ariana. I wouldn't even sleep on John Moran, bro. John Moran? He's nice, bro. He says he said gunner? he wanted a Christmas showdown against the Golden State. He wants wow. to show him who's, who's boss. He was, but he was talking a lot of smack. He was, huh? yeah. he was talking at the GOAT, Jordan. Yes. Let's see. John Moran. But okay. do you knock him for it? No, it's I like beautiful. the hunger. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful, bro. It's you got it. What are you, you going to say? Like, no, as long I'm as it's constructive. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, Jordan's just sitting there with a cigar like, oh, it's nice when you ahead. When he polished. Nice, yeah. yeah, nice talking with you ahead. It's hard when the scores. Bro, uh. Let me tell you this interesting uh, story I saw about Michael Jordan. It's fucking amazing. That's how competitive this motherfucker was, right? Yeah. Uh, Pat Riley, I think, if I'm not mistaken, used to coach the New York Heat. Knicks. Oh, okay. At a Pat certain Riley time. was the Heat, too. Yeah, but the, for. yeah, yeah, but this was before. Oh, okay. Um, he used to coach the, the Knicks, if I'm not mistaken. And if I'm mistaken, then you can correct me in the comments or whatever. But um, he hated Jordan because obviously Jordan was making some impact there. You know, he mm-hmm. was... You know, fucking them over through the playoffs and making the Knicks do have an exit, first round exit, second round exit, whatever. So Pat Riley was like, fuck it. I'm going to, I hate Jordan, but I'm going to take this vacation. I'm going to come back next season prepared. Goes to fucking Cancun, gets this presidential suite, right? Big. Ah, fuck. Yeah, take the family. All of a sudden, they knock on his door. Hey, uh, sorry to inform you, uh, Mr. <laughs> Pat Riley, but uh, this is, uh, this, somebody reserved it, paid a lot more money than you did. You're uh, yeah. Jordan. Yes, yeah, you know where I'm coming, bro. That's so tight. they moved him out, right? I so he's, see he's sitting in the pool. He's like, who the fuck? Uh, whatever. I just moved my family to another. Mm. So he's sitting in the pool looking at the, 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 the presidential room. He's like, who the fuck? When Jordan walks out <laughs> in the balcony with a cigar, bro. Looking at him like that's oh, a boss move, bro. That's fucking insane, that's bro. Move. Fucking Jordan was fucking a psychopath when it came to like <laughs> down. That's pettiness at its like goat level, bro. Like what in the fuck? Fuck Pat Riley. We love to see it. <laughs> that's tight. I love to see that. That's uh, like that John Moran. You know, I guess you can't hate. I mean, you, you can't hate. Take it, yeah, you can't hate. You yeah, know what I'm saying? If that. you don't think you're the best, who, who's gonna think it? Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, facts. Yeah, bro. That's a good story. <laughs> Um, I got another story. Okay. Let's, Let's go. Boom. Keep rolling, baby. Bro, this crazy story is a man who survived 300, no, 438 days in open sea. You know, we talked about the football one. Well, this one's different, yeah. bro. So okay. in 2012. How long? 438 bro, days out to sea. Out in open sea. Check this How? shit out. Check this shit out, right? So in 2012, two experienced fishermen sailed off of the coast of Salvador, right? Okay. They were 15 miles away from the coast when their motor, they had a small boat, the motor just gave, gave out. out, right? Okay. So they're like, fuck, let's just, you hit the radio. Their radio was dead, no battery. They forgot to charge it or whatever, mm. right? So they're, they're, they're fucked. They're like, oh, shit. Down so down. the crazy thing is 
winds that day and the, the current was pushing them away and they saw the mountains disappear. Oh, bro. At this point, they're 300 miles away and all they see is sea. You're so the way they long. survived is they would catch small fishes and flying birds nice. and they found water bottles floating and they would use that and catch it with the rain. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the two guys couldn't take it anymore and he starved himself to death. So then that leaves the other guy by himself, right? He ate his dude. Well, they say he starved to death. Who the fuck knows? The other he, guy starved to death too? Yeah, one of the, no, no, one of the guys starved no, to death. okay. They, they doesn't know if he threw him out or ate him. Who knows, right? So Damn. a big cargo ship, this is months after. Like, he's just like, fuck, I'm not giving up yet. 438 days later. Yeah, no, no, no this is like <laughs> months. So say six months down the road, right? Yeah. A big ass cargo ship passes. He's waving at it. Uh-huh. There, there's two men that look at him and like, oh yeah, hi. Hi. And that's it. You're lying. They didn't stop. They they didn't pick him up. So he's still at sea. So he's, one day he sees a floating coconut. That'd be the worst. He was like, oh, fuck, there's an island close. Okay. So the island was like 500 to 600 miles. Um, He gets there and somebody was there. So they had a small plane. So they found him, right? Wow. So once he gets back to El Salvador, guess what? The family of the guy that died sued him because they thought he ate him. So imagine you went, bro. Imagine you went through all that shit just to get sued. Just to get sued for one million dollars, bro. That's a million bucks. Million, bro. Was he rich? What did he have? Oh, I don't, bro. It's a fisherman in a small boat. Yeah. How does he pay the note? Selling the boat, maybe. Oh my god, the boat's gone, bro. It's crazy. What a crazy story. Damn, bro. That's like a year and like four months. That is lost out to sea. Bro, eating fucking small fishes and birds How and you, your homie. That's raw, bro. Oh, that's raw. <laughs> you think he ate his homie? He probably ate his homie, bro. Damn. Oh. You gonna give up? Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna give up. Fuck. You gonna give up? Ah, just bites his arm. Imagine. Bro. I don't know. Fuck. That's a shitty situation. That is a boy. I looked at it and I was like, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Um, I, I, bro, when you're leaving the island and you're floating away, you just jump out and swim. They probably can't swim. Probably didn't know how to swim. Bet. Oh, That's the only way the engine goes out. You're slowly floating away from the, your original island. Jump out and go swim. Fuck the boat. But what if you're... Leave the 15, boat. But 15 miles away from the boat, from the moment that the, the motor stopped, that's that's a lot of swimming, Brody. Yeah. 15 miles? Yeah. That's a fucking lot. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Saying? But you wouldn't have been out there the whole year and four months. I don't know what I would have done, bro. I don't know if I would even I think you got a better chance people seeing you on the coast swimming back, too. Like, how the fuck do you sleep? It's got to be so uncomfortable. Bro, you wake up to the sun, yeah, and you just sleep. Yeah, but you're you're sleeping in a... You know how uncomfortable that is? I bet. For a year and And you don't even get the proper sleep. You're just thinking about... Yeah. Bro, I couldn't do it. Imagine listening to the things around you. Yeah, like, you you see... That's why I'd feel a little more comfortable. You got life. And you had a homie until he gave up. Damn, that sucks. I wonder what happened, really. Like, I yeah. really want to know what bro, the fuck happened. I want to know what happened. At this point, I'm telling him, like, bro, we got to fucking survive. Yeah, I'm talking to him, slapping like, him. Yeah. Come on, bro. Case of Darwin, do they survive? Yeah, we survive. Yeah, facts. Fuck, bro, I don't know. We're a survivor. I ain't going to give up. <laughs> I ain't gonna uh, I, my thing is, like, the fish. I mean, you can turn it into sushi, right? Oh, bro, we're eating sashimi. We just got to. We gotta get creative, man. I like, think we can. I'll fucking. We gotta get creative, bro. We cut the linings off our shirts, create a little. We gotta find a hook. We just yeah. figure out a hook. Maybe the tools that were in the little boat. Maybe mm-hmm. we have some tools there. We can, bro. We can make that we can shit do work. something. I mean, if I had to, I'd cut a piece of my leg, like, and oh, just no. put it on a hook so we could catch some. 
Oh no, bro. just a little piece of At my this leg. Point, I'm just. I would I'll cut find- a little bit of my cap for the homies, home squad. Hook it. It's gonna hurt Fuck to cut no, that, bro. You're gonna. Hey, what if, bro? What, what if, if you we catch a big ass fish that what if you, us for like five days? What if you cut your like vein, bro? And then like all of a sudden you're bleeding out. There's then all of a sudden with just fatty meat, like your ass. Just cut my ass. There's a vein there too. You got to be careful. <laughs> oh, that would suck. Yeah, it gets infected. Yeah, we're out to sea. You're out to sea, and then there's a lot of blood. <laughs> see, these are the conversations we're gonna have. There's a shark. Like, oh fuck, I smell blood. Let me get these motherfuckers. Mm. Fucking knock us down. Then next thing you know, we frighten a shark. I got. I'll attack the eye. If a shark comes <laughs> to me, I'm going for the eye, bro. I'm terrified as fuck, all but right. I'm going for the. All right, we gotta switch it up. All right, let's switch it back. <laughs> we're going way. How the, how the fuck would we? We got into this rabbit hole, bro. <laughs> I don't know, bro. That's a good story, though. Uh, but now let's get let's give people an update, bro. Uh, <laughs> off cameras, we had a conversation. Um, so where we just want to talk about the future of half court, uh, what we got going on. Um, right now, doing this on a weekly basis, it can lead to burnout because you got a lot going on. I'm trying to figure life out as I'm going to. We you both know got saying? a lot going on. Yeah, so we had a conversation and we're like, bro, like, fuck, let's just really put quality out here and not stress about being so consistent. That consistent. Because we're going to be consistent in other parts of what we're working on right now. Right. And I think that takes priority to what this is um so yeah it's not gonna be as consistent as every week but we're gonna but we're gonna be here we'll pump some out and pump some out we'll promise you that's gonna be worthy content um i'll tell you that like people that are thinking about getting into this always consider the part of consistency because that's a big factor and how you implement this into your lifestyle because uh it's it's hard it's like it's fun we have good conversations but it's just coming up with new topics, coming up with new topics, making sure the conversation flows, coordinating schedules to meet weekly. Yes. What days are available. It is uh, definitely having a toll. And I've seen it with fellow podcasters, too. And they had to take a break. Some don't bounce back. Some do. But I'm just like wanting to, to keep this like as like an open mic for us to just come in here and talk shit. Like, really, if it if we blow up and stuff happen, it happens. But at this point, I just want to. Just get get my shit together and be like, all right, Casey, let's hop on the mic and talk, talk some shit. And we yeah. have the platform here. You like know what, what Darwin's saying? We're still going to be here. There's a, So I'm going to work on hopefully what Uncle Case develops yes. into and focus on my own content and some some lessons I think that people that follow me should, should, should hear. And throughout that, Darwin's going to be the person that's going to be behind the scenes doing that and Pajabato's blowing up for Darwin. Yeah. Darwin's looking at getting other clients. I mean, just where we're at right now doesn't mean we're just not going to be consistent every week. So it's, we always got to tell our people what it is. So um, just look for it, you know, every other week or maybe there'll be something on my clips or something yeah. that really popped on Pajabato that we want to talk about on here. So, yeah. yeah and then definitely you got to, you got to look at everything as a business. And right now I'm not in the, like, I feel like, I got to figure out my own situation. And then when you start creating shit, you can like think about it like as a business. I don't want to think about this as a business. I want to think about this as a, a place to vent and just talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying right now? Yeah. That's, that, that's how you have fun with it. You that's know what true. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's, it was getting to the point of like burnout, stressing out topics, this and that, you know? So we had this conversation and it's like, yeah, it worked. It worked out. You know what I'm saying? Everything's it, always communication. That's what people uh, don't get. Exactly. And I think people sometimes like try to avoid conversation. I think when you avoid it, 
then ultimately it just leads to like a blow up. Is it uh you think it's uh uncomfortable? Like is it, it is. people don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation? The wisest shit I ever heard from somebody was like the hard choices in life are usually the right choices and the hard conversations in life are usually the ones you need to have the most. And it's cuz like the hard shit in life is no everyone walks away from it. You know what uh now that you mentioned it it's crazy cuz you were talking about it and uh they always recommend especially when you're in your 20s to uh-huh. move out to move, move out, out where you grew up. Yeah. Because it puts you in such an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. But then it's like now you're forced to be like, I got to make shit happen. Because then when I come back, I, I like what I did by leaving was worth it because I yeah. followed a dream. I did yeah. something different. I got even, out of my even, comfort zone. Even if that ultimately that leaving ultimately makes you appreciate coming back. Like, exactly. You know, that's exactly. what I keep thinking about every time. And that, that was the number one thing that motivated me, like to going back to Albuquerque is like the tribes I talked to. People make it out of the res. People get us free scholarship, become a Harvard lawyer, doctor. But do they come back to the res or do they stay the Harvard lawyer, doctor in L.A. living the nice life on the beach? Or do they come back to the res and like work, work, work within the tribe and, and provide for them and help grow them, you know? So I think you have to leave home, find knowledge, find wisdom, and then hopefully you can take all that back in later parts of your life and give it back to your tribe. Yes. So, and I'm excited, bro. I mean, I mean, I'm excited for this, um, the new chapter, the, the uncle case, cause that's like, we can both brainstorm and it's. Obviously, something that we can look forward to. Bro, look at the like, omens already. Like, you just told me about two people that saw you in Florida with Pajabato. And, like, it's perfect timing for you just to dial into what that is and that whole brand. And, you know, the Latino market, we need they need that. They need that good yes, combo. They need yes. that. There's an so dialing into that. And then also, you being an entrepreneur and creating these funnels for people to grow brands, I think we'll find a success story in, in mine and working with you. And that'll be an easy way to promote to other people to be like, dang, I, you know, I saw uh, Sobel Solutions. Shout out John Miller. Yeah. Sobel Solutions. They were at Monta Vista, a local bar in Albuquerque. And he's now created them a whole brand and logo of trucker hats. And I mean, just to the local people in Albuquerque, I'm sure he's going to sell out. Yeah. And like he, you can do that with local brands here right. and it's going to work out. You're going to be that go-to guy. Yeah. It's all like, it's always been trying to build a community. And I think whatever you put your mind into is like one thing I've learned out of this whole experience of starting podcasts started in 2019 and I've been doing it now for quite a bit. And one thing I've learned is consistency is key on every aspect of content creation. Like even in life, like yeah. you just be, you know, with your goals, anything. Consistency is key, right? So we had a, a moment where we disconnected from this podcast and we were starting to have leverage and build a community. And now we disconnected. So now it's been a, a little harder to build community, which I'm not, I don't want to stress about that. I just, like I said, I wanted this to be like an open mic. We we're here. We're having a conversation and let the community just come by itself. Mm-hmm. Not having to stress about it too much. Yeah. Uh, I've been able to build it with, you know, the Spanish podcast. I've been consistent for a year and two months now, nonstop. And I've seen already what that can do. So it's like whatever we put our mind into, I'm like, Casey, when you're ready to launch Uncle Case, we got to go. Let's go. Gas all the way. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. We, we ain't looking back. You know nope. what I'm saying? So this is going to be like our open we're not going to drop it as con- consistent, but we're going to drop. And when we drop, it's going to be heat. And shout out to the Let's two, go. three, four, five, six, seven that listen to our podcast. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, yeah. been, y'all been A1, but, you know, there's, there's other things. And I feel like right now when it comes to the content creation, I have two podcasts. And right now they're not producing like crazy income. So I need to find a way 
so that it can be sustainable, you know what I'm saying? So I can create my financial freedom. That That's what I've been looking for is financial freedom because that's what is going to, you know, bring me a lot of a lot of happy and joy. I can create my own time. I can, you know, do the, the shit I want, right? And ultimately, it always leads to something else, bro. Like, you might get to that point and you're able to now travel more and then all of a sudden you turn into a travel blogger and then you like, Who knows? just yeah. step A always leads to B, always leads to C, but it's communication, it's pivoting, and it's keeping fun with it. Yeah, I yeah. always say like, uh, and I will always ask this question, I like talking about it, um, you know, if, if money wasn't a thing, how would this world look like? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You always ask yourself like, I think a lot of people would be more happy. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't have the... You know, the strength to be like, all right, let me do, let this go, mm-hmm. sacrifice this to do what makes me actually happy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, like, are content, you know what I'm saying, with what they have in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. And a lot of people just didn't actually know how to get there either. Didn't have the right. You know, yeah. didn't have the right t- tools or guidance. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, follow Darwin and I on our adventures. Because yes. if you liked Half Court. Uh, like I said, like he said, we'll still continue to be here, but you should continue following us on our side projects. Exactly. Where are they? Where can they find you, Brody? Uh, Casey Ray Gonzalez on Instagram, MacTub underscore eighty nine on Twitter, and Casey Gonzalez on Facebook. And pretty soon, it's all going to be a fusion, and it's going to be Uncle Case. Uncle all Case. platforms. All Let's platforms. Go. You know what I'm saying? Darwin on Instagram, Darwin TV with two V's and an underscore at the end. Um, you can follow us there. Twitter, I'm there too. Not that active, but you can follow me there, Darwin TV, two V's underscore. And yeah, uh, Casey's very active on Twitter too. Uh, follow him there. And yeah, keep up with our projects and shit. We, we can go from there. Boom. Let's get it, Brody. Let's go. Let's get it. Have court. All right, have court to the moon, baby. Sheesh. Peace. <laughs>